So the Hockey Canada story was really just one situation where we learned of abuse or certainly acceptance of abuse, but it's come out in many different areas of sport around our country. And now we're hearing some calls for change from within the government. So Kirsty Duncan is a Liberal MP. Uh, she is a former sport minister. She's calling for a public inquiry into abuse in sports, and she's accusing the Trudeau government of not doing enough to try to tackle this problem. So she says that Trudeau's government failed to build momentum behind her efforts to prevent harassment and abuse. She also said that she knew about the problems within Hockey Canada well before it became a regular part of the news cycle and that she didn't have support from within her government to try to make some inroads towards change. So she's not identifying some of the individuals that she said she received that pushback from, but she's saying that it did happen within her, her Liberal government. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about what the situation really was. Was it something that was widely known? And is it the government's responsibility to try to make some change when it comes to these big issues that we have within sports in our country? Our guest is a CEO of Canadian Women in Sport. Alison Sandmeyer Graves is joining us. Alison, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making the time. Hello, glad to be here. Alison, I'm curious, were you surprised when you heard uh, Christy Duncan come out? She did this exclusive with CBC saying, look, I, I knew about these issues when I was uh, the former sports minister and nothing was really done in terms of backing me or giving me any sort of uh, any sort of power or ability to really make some change. Was this shocking to you? Well, I wasn't surprised at all that uh, the stance that she was taking around uh, calling for a national inquiry in sport and certainly not her passion for finding solutions on this issue because she's been very vocal about that certainly during her time as minister, but, but particularly with various op-eds and uh, social posts and things like that. So that, that didn't surprise me. I really can't speak to what her experience was within government, and, and so I really would, uh, would defer to those who who were there and may know more about it yeah fair enough i'm not, I'm not gonna ask you to speculate we don't we don't really know exactly what goes on a, a lot of times when it comes to uh, what goes down in the middle of government uh, but from your perspective when we're talking about treatment of of women treatment of individuals certainly underage individuals in sports is it the government's responsibility then to step in and take action are they even able to do that well, I think that's a matter of a lot of debate right now, to be totally honest. Um, and I think it really speaks to just what a complex situation this is. I don't think that there's anybody who would deny the need to work towards a safer sports system. Uh, the path to that and the role that everyone has to play is something that is generating a lot of debate right now. Um, you know, certainly the federal government has a role to play. I think there's there's no doubt about that. Um, the, the complexity really comes from the fact that sport is not a top-down command and control system where you know, the federal government or the national sport organization say this must be so and then everybody falls into line. Uh, it is a really more of a constellation of thousands of small organizations, most of which are volunteer run or with very few staff at the grassroots uh, and a very difficult system to move all in one direction on a timely fashion to get agreement on what direction that should be is another matter entirely. And as 
I think people have really pointed out, there's policy and there's structure and systems, and then there's sport culture, which is even trickier. So do they have a role to play? Absolutely. Do they have a lot of power in the system? Absolutely. Can they dictate what happens and everybody falls into line? Unfortunately or fortunately, depending on your position, no. You know, we talk a lot about about what you just said about culture and about the the toxic culture that can exist within not just sports but a, a lot of different organizations but we were just having a conversation about what that looks like uh, amongst police officers and it's it's trying to sort of I think acknowledge what that culture really looks like from an outside perspective can be really hard to do, especially when it comes to professional sports, because we hold them so dear. I think we don't want to really acknowledge that there could be these issues. So can you can you help sort of define what that what that means and what that looks like when we talk about a culture shift really being necessary? Oh, well, that's a big question, but I think, you know, often this uh, conversation is framed in terms of a rejection of harm, which of course is a great place to start, right? Like everybody should be safe and we should reject the status quo in which people are being harmed. Uh, but, you know, more powerful can be a vision of where we actually want to get to. Uh, because, you know, if it's just not that, it's really hard to coalesce around where it is that we should go. Uh, we are really aligned with a lot of other organizations that are deeply focused on inclusion in the sports system around a system that's focused on values. And when we look at the value that sport brings to Canadians and to our communities and families, it is around physical health, it's around mental health, it's around connection to one another, it's around a lot of very positive things that make us the, the best version of ourselves. And what are the values in the running of sport that really helps to create that. One of the things that we really challenge along with others is what we measure. So we measure wins, uh, we, we measure victories, we celebrate victories. And while we really believe in the value of competition and, and you know the, the good that that can bring, if that's the only thing we measure, then that's what our whole system gets focused around. Not, you know, are the kids having fun? Are they healthy? Are they, do they want to come back? Are they enjoying their time with, you know, with their team and with their coach and the environment? Um, it's really, are they winning or not in a lot of cases? And we think that's putting the emphasis on the wrong thing. Hmm. Is there another system or another part of, of the world or even part of the country that does it differently, that doesn't just put that emphasis on winning? Ultimately, I mean, that's kind of what, that, that's what makes the competition fun. I mean, that's what people bet on. There's an entire, there's huge industry around that. How do you, how do you change that? Yeah, and competition absolutely has a role to play. I mean, I, I played sports. I loved, I loved sure. competition. You know? It gives you something to strive for. It, you know, it's one right. of the things that makes us try hard. And, and it, you know, it's a, it can be a great part of the experience. Uh, but if it's the only thing that we're paying attention to or the only thing that we're really rewarding and striving towards, there, there's more to sport. And I think we're really missing the value that it creates in our communities when we only focus on wins and losses. Uh, certainly, you know, there's lots of interest in what happens in some of the Scandinavian countries like Norway, where there's real emphasis on participation and, uh, and everybody participating, getting out, moving their body, being part of the community of people doing that and the value that that creates. Uh, again, competition, you know, we see them clean up in the... <laughs> in the Nordic sports at the Olympics. You know, competition can be part of that, but unless we have 
like Canadians moving on mass and playing in our communities across Canada, we're not going to have that great pool of people at the very tippy top for the yeah. podium. So we got to focus it in our communities first. Sometimes I wonder if those Scandinavian countries realize how much we if we all compare ourselves to them in so many different areas, and <laughs> they just seem to be doing everything right. I think it's important, Allison, to to keep having these conversations because I think the more that we have them, I think generation generationally, I think that the idea sort of shifts in terms of the 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 areas that we need to place importance upon. So thank you for coming on and for chatting with us about it. But before I let you go, I want to know because you have a unique uh, position and perspective as the CEO of Canadian women in sport, there are certain conversations that we have where I know we're going to get some messages of a certain tone. And this this is one of them, where I know that we're going to get some people that, that will talk about the, the Hockey Canada scandal being based on allegation and almost excusing or trying to excuse the situation as not being based in, necess- in, in, in proof. How frustrating is it for you to have this outright denial just continue? Uh, I think that I think that we can love sport and also want it to be better mm-hmm. and acknowledge where it's not living up to our expectations. Uh, and that that doesn't mean that we're trying to tear it down. That doesn't mean we're trying to, you know, to get rid of it. But it's saying, you know, sport is too important to our communities to allow, you know, harm to be happening. Like, we want every kid who shows up in that space, every person who shows up in that space to be welcomed, included, treated fairly, and, and to be safe. And I don't think you're anti-sport to say that's just not happening right now. Mm-hmm. It's not happening enough and consistently enough in, a, in a, the spaces across Canada. And so let's make it better because we believe in it. We believe in the power of sport. We, we love sport. We want all kids to participate in sport. And so let's make it better so that every kid who shows up gets the benefits and, and not those downsides. So I say let's critique sport. Uh, but then let's show up to make it better and to to put the work in and to volunteer and do the education and all the things that can help really take us into the future. Allison, I'm going to drop your mic right there. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Have a great day. You too. That's Allison Sandmeyer-Graves, who is the CEO of Canadian Women and Sports, uh, talking about, it goes back to this conversation about Liberal MP Kirsty Duncan saying that the government of uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau dropped the ball when it, com- when it came to investigating all of the allegations and uh, stories of abuse in sport. And what does that situation really look like?